five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh, the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. If you try to look that up, you'll find something. Uh, some good stuff in there, but not something I've put up much lately. The WDMA is right up to the minute, and we'll have the articles available, WDMA.org, almost right after I finish. That's the way it is, man. We're, we're really fast. So let's get into the news, okay? Uh, we're starting off with Tom Fishburne over here. He says he's going to talk on artificial intelligence, okay? Which some says is an oxymoron. I kind of lean toward that. And it was a, a title that was created in the 50s. And it it's just generally, uh, you know, it's generally the idea that a machine can approximate some logic string or something probably that's well thought out and programmed ahead of time um we have you know we have machine learning which isn't really what it's what it's purported to be you know as a pioneer in machine learning the machine was excellent at spotting correlations okay the machine was poor at deciding whether the correlations had any meaning or not and uh, that gets to the context, and we'll be talking about that in the second article. Anyway, um, so this, presumably the boss says, we should start using artificial intelligence. Good idea. I'll get right on that. It could help with annoying tasks. <laughs> and that one, I think, is particularly funny. Like, instead of talking to the boss, he's got his robot talking to the boss. <laughs> so maybe the boss is annoying. Good idea. I'll get right on that. Now, see, this is just poor programming, right? Because if he if he was a, a if he wanted to build a realistic Turing test Turing test bot, he would have given another affirmation, like like you're making a good point. It wastes it like communication that wastes our time. Excellent thoughts. Could have said. See that. So we could just by varying the, the 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 affirmative response, you know, or that's amazing. We learned that uh, in network marketing. <laughs> if you couldn't think of anything positive to compliment somebody on, you could say that tie that looks amazing. Amazing is actually not a value judgment. It's just a, whoa, it's amazing. Good to be a terrible tie. But most people take it in the affirmative. That's the interesting part. You're not actually giving them an affirmative. But anyway, wait, am I talking to a chatbot? Now, Alexa would probably give you some snarky answer. I don't have Alexa, so I don't really know. But, uh, you know, again, poor programming. Sorry, I don't understand. Try using dot help for a list of commands. See, that, that would have been better. Better would be. Just to say, uh, I'm sorry, I don't understand, but I'll get back to you. And then no one would know 100% for sure. Anyway, let's dig in. <laughs> Children are not only digital natives, they're AI natives. And since we don't have a really good definition of what AI is, um, this observation comes from Cynthia Brazil, an MIT professor and founder of the Responsible AI for Social Empowerment and Education. Sounds like too long of a name. Artificial intelligence is impacting every walk of business life, and in my opinion, mostly negatively. 
And yet, as with most sea changes in technology, your mileage may vary. I don't understand this sea change. I mean, the sea is always changing. So maybe, maybe that's a euphemism for a change in the weather applied to technology. And mileage may vary, of course. A study from BCG Gaming found that only 10% of businesses see significant financial returns on their AI investments. And that's usually because the AI isn't doing something that's very easy to measure. Now, when we did machine learning, or when we do it, we try to compare against what they're doing at the, at the time. We try to begin with head-to-head -head testing. And, uh, and that is an excellent way to start. Another good way to start after that, a follow-up, is to do holdout testing. And to say, okay, this is the impact of mail. Because a lot of times you're fighting mail itself more than you are fighting. And why is mail connected to AI? Well, the reason is, as you've heard on this show before, with mail, you know that someone engaged with it, even if they didn't, if, even if they didn't purchase. There is engagement. You have to look at it. You have to read it. Whereas in digital, you know, we train our eyes to go and completely ignore it. And you probably can't remember one single digital ad so far today, although you've probably seen dozens. Okay, what often gets overlooked or underappreciated in the adoption of any new technology is the culture of the organization. That's kind of where he's leaning. Scott Brinker, who I didn't know who it was, but I think it's the CEO of HubSpot. I looked that up. Uh, technology changes exponentially. Organizations change logarithmically. And people change negatively. <laughs> we get old and worn out. Uh, or maybe arithmetically, that would be along with the, <laughs> that would go along with the uh, metaphor, if you will. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, again, I think that there's something right in that you have to change. You know, I, I did an article last week, and it said that 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 uh, that people doing mail embraced data first, and then the results dramatically improved. And we weren't given much about what data first meant, but I think it meant that we're going to, even if we don't like the look of something, if it does better, maybe we'll go for it and figure out how to make it look as unugly as possible, as I told a young designer that worked for me way back in the day. Okay, so um, if you embrace the idea that we might apply AI, uh, asking what solutions might be possible or whether AI could be applied in a particular situation, it might unveil new opportunities, you know, and I just think of, I think of the automatic car wash, you know, when I was a kid, we would have car wash day at the grocery store, you know, cars would line up and they would make the donation to our organization and we would have a bucket and a, and a sponge and a hose and hose off the car and then sponge it up with soap and then, you know, do a little uh, clean it off, and away they'd go. And that's how cars got washed. Or mostly, we washed them ourselves, right? Uh, now, you've got this little thing that tells you to pull ahead, stop, back up. <laughs> a little squirty thing that goes around your car. It doesn't, I don't think, do the greatest job. It's not like doing hard wax, paste wax. But it's very inexpensive, takes relatively it's like seconds we used to take you know an hour and wash the car on a saturday uh and so is that ai no it's just programmed robotics but somebody you know somebody figured out ways to make that thing work 
completely unattended. And that's, you know, that it's that kind of thinking that gets us something that does improve productivity and does uh, have an economic benefit. Okay, can we just... <laughs> Can we just use artificial intelligence to manage our sales funnel for us? And then Alexa's in the room and says, I found four places that sell funnel cakes fairly close to you. Yes, sell funnel cakes is about right. And here it comes. Order Kleenex. Ordering Amazon Basics fa facial tissues. No, I said Kleenex. Amazon Basics is 50% off the name brand. But I said Kleenex. Kleenex. Here is the weather for Phoenix. <laughs> Sometimes Tom hits the nail so hard on the head I have to laugh really much. <laughs> I asked our smart speaker if it, was e if it was eavesdropping on our conversations, and it called me a lazy bum who can't even load the dishwasher correctly. <laughs> It sounds like it's using machine learning, too. <laughs> oh, mercy sakes. That's too good. Okay, I better get over here to the real article. Okay, this is a nice article by Naz Nazanin Safi. And I hope, you know, you always should use... I, I, I don't get to the LinkedIn profile until after the show, but great to use there's a little buttons to make sure that people pronounce your name wrong and if you've got a name like miglosh mostly they pronounce it wrong so there i did the button uh on linkedin on the profile page direct mail is not dead this is from credit union insight magazine okay march 9th reach your members where they are including the mailbox okay so they're the point they're making is they 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 apparently service uh, credit unions, this magazine does. We have CUNA Mutual not far from us. Okay, and are saying that direct mail continues to be our most effective outreach tool, even in the digital age. And uh, Marquee, I don't know what Marquee is. Apparently, um, Nazanin works for, works for um, Marquee, and uh, it uses demographics. Which mostly is based on postal long form, or I mean the census long form. Pycle? Pycle? Maybe it's Pycle. Maybe it's maybe it's Weichel. <laughs> the P is silent. And propensity data. I don't know. Maybe we should get the. the how do you pronounce this word? Also. I th I'm guessing that they want you to see that as an S and make it a cycle. But anyway, it's some proprietary thing they cooked up. It's probably based on algorithms of the 1950s, okay? To get better insights into the membership, okay? So they saw, because they, they attributed this to COVID, a decline in college graduate members, but an increase in high school members. That doesn't seem like that could possibly happen in such a short time but who knows uh there was a growth in overall member net worth um maybe they deposited more spent less and paid down debt and i think that was true across the board um in uncertain times savings usually does go up uh 
So their clients have used a combination of both direct mail and email. And this was a nifty chart, so we'll go with that. Um, direct mail alone did about 7%, uh, 6.7%. And direct mail with email did uh, did 10% better, 7.2% or 7.3%. Um, but it wasn't that big a deal. I mean, adding direct mail... Adding email to direct mail did not give it much of a bump in response rates, but email alone did. <laughs> they said direct. Basically, they should have said direct mail. Well, they said adding direct mail to email increased the response by 250 percent, but adding email to direct mail only increased it by 10 percent, which shows you who's carrying the weight there. It's probably more of a fic of, of a fiction based on the attribution model. Uh, so three times better. Doesn't look like quite three times better, but anyway. Um, and here's the balance per account, and it only went up a percent or two, something like that. Um, but the balance per account, it looks like acquisition-wise, the balance per account acquired by mail or mail plus email, although there's almost no there's almost no difference here at all. But direct mail, and and we've seen this before, digitally acquired. Catalog customers, digitally acquired, um, do about a fourth as well as as mail acquired. So when when their first impression is your catalog, it does it does far more. It, it's the the digitally acquired are, are barely remailable because they're so they're they're worth so little. Uh, and we saw that also with uh, influencer acquired, uh, which was interesting because you'd think that would have done better. Um, but they were selling probably a wrong product, and that's the trouble with all of these numbers. That you know how many, how many pieces are in the test and that kind of thing. But anyway, it's still interesting to see, and you can see that direct mail uh, dramatically outperforms email only. Now, here's the caveat: if you're really running a business and you want to see what's what, uh, direct mail may may do twice as much as email. Direct mail only versus email only does 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 twice as as well. But you know, direct mail. I mean, the the least you could put something in the mail, a little postcard or something. Every door direct, you're gonna gonna be fifty cents or something, sixty five cents in that neighborhood. And email, you know, it's down in the pennies. It's it's not. Uh, let's say a dime. Okay, so it's a dime. So that means email is one fifth the cost. So if you have a broad market and you have lots of email addresses and you don't have a lot of addresses, then for heaven's sake, start with email. You see that? Even though I'm a direct mail uh, evangelist, uh, you you got to compare the numbers. I'm not I'm not insane. You know I don't I don't advocate one media over another just because one medium over another just because. Uh, it has a higher response rate. I mean, you know, you can you can go door to door, but it's expensive cost per contact. You know, you can send out a sales force. It's expensive cost per contact. It'll outperform almost everything, right? Okay, so just keep that in mind. It's a it's it's an interesting article, and it does have at least it has some data, and I like it. So, uh, so 
uh, Nazanin, thank you for that. And I'll send you a little note on LinkedIn. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye. Hi, Ted.